Who knows what Jay-Z, J.K. Rowling, Bill Gates and Oprah Winfrey all have in common? Okay, I will tell you then. They have all overcome failure in one shape or form to go on to gain success in their respective careers. Welcome to My Perfect Failure. Join us as we delve into the world of our perfect failures. We will interview, explore, and discuss how our perfect failures can lead us to success. Join us and tune in. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of My Perfect Failure. Today, I'm super excited because I've got an amazing guest for you today. So my guest today is a licensed clinical psychologist and founder and CEO of One Perfect, an enterprise mental health and wellness platform that delivers personalized mindset shifting experiences called shifts. He began his formal psychology education at Harvard University and completed it with a psychology residency at the University of Texas Health Sciences Center and postdoctoral training based at the University of California, San Francisco. He has since been featured extensively in national, international publications, including the New York Times, Forbes, and Huffington Post, to name a few. His clinical research focuses on applying technology to improve mental health, particularly by teaching anyone how to shift their state of mind on demand. I love that. So as a psychotherapist for over 20 years, he's also written popular psychology books and articles and created countless digital mental health, wellness and peak performance psychology courses, apps, tools and virtual reality treatments. Based on researching the impact of teaching his patients how to strategically shift their state of mind in a few minutes, anytime he has developed shift therapy to guide anyone through shifting into a better state of mind from their smartphone in under 10 minutes anytime. Wow. So a very, very warm welcome to my perfect failure. Dr. Sean Sullivan, how are you? Great. Thank you, Paul. Thank you very much. It's really nice to be here and to, to spend a little time together. Well, I'm I'm delighted to have you. So I'm delighted to have you because I'm speaking to your colleague who was wonderful in setting this up. I got the opportunity to research this subject. You know, I'm excited by it because it's a combination of psychology and technology, digital health as well. Digital, yeah. you know, digital health these days. I always think about problems that exist with digital digital health, and it just struck me that you're doing some. You're actually using technology from a from a health perspective, which. I think is really long overdue. Thank you. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. The, the topic often comes up early in a conversation about digital health or using technology, that the technology seems to be the problem mm-hmm. for the most part with a lot of people. Social media ending up making people feel a lot more lonely than they mm-hmm. used to be in somewhat ironic ways right yeah. if you think i'm connected to all these people that should help with the loneliness but at the end of the day we're seeing that you know being judged by i should say 
feeling like you're being judged by others and having that on your shoulder judging you all day is a really lonely experience at the end of the day. So yeah, what we set out to do, and I've, I've been doing this for my career, this particular you know company we'll talk about is very focused on teaching people how to use technology in ways that actually <laughs> address the loneliness. Yeah. Lonely yeah, which is, which is massive. Because technology is quite interesting because when we engage it, it can take us in a direction which sometimes isn't always helpful. And when I was reading your bio out, I just loved some of the things I was reading about using technologies, mindset shifts, and because mindset shifts, you know, well, mindset is incredibly important. You you know this a lot more th- than I do. I love, I love that idea. But if I may, what I was keen to delve into first, firstly, was how you got into psychology. Yeah, it's it's a great question because in college I wasn't uh, even a psychology major, but there are a couple major experiences that I think back to when I think about how it happened that I made the decision, okay, let's go get a doctorate and spend my life yeah. doing this. And I, the first one I always go back to is my dad was a professional tennis player. And so, and he was my tennis coach growing up. And so I learned from him without really even knowing it was psychology. How do you get into that state of mind to perform when you need to, in that case on the tennis court? And he was, you know, international level player. He won national championships with Billie Jean King. Oh, wow. So he, wow. yeah. And so we had people coming around the house that were famous tennis people, and it was normal, you know, to me. But um, what was not, uh, what I wasn't aware of was that that was psychology, right? Okay. That learning to shift your state of mind to get where you needed to get was a form of psychology. And it wasn't really until I was in college, late in college, and had a a difficult emotional experience. You know, everyone goes through it. But for me, it was a a bad breakup at the end of college um, that I was, I realized I was totally ill-equipped to deal with. I didn't have the skills. I didn't really know how you were supposed to recover when someone left you Mm. and you were um, shocked by it. And as I you know, mentioned, this is an experience everyone goes through, and it's so pervasive right now, the level of loneliness and, and sadness that, that's across all of our cultures, it seems. So, But for me, that was an experience that made me actually go to the therapy for the first time, learn a little bit about that, how that worked, and say, you know what, I want to learn everything there is. I think this is the most important thing that we can learn, is how to get ourselves to be living in a state that we choose, that we yeah. want to live to the degree that it's possible. And um, part of the reason that I share those two anchors of what got me into psychology is that I came to realize that um, they're very similar. You know, that shifting from, I think of it as mental health, a continuum, mental health, wellness, performance. Okay. Shifting from I'm doing poorly because I'm sad or lonely into I'm feeling okay is a shift of your mindset shifting from i'm doing well but i need to perform my best in 10 minutes is another shift in mindset so you can think of it as going from a two out of ten to a five out of ten or maybe from a five out of ten to a nine out of ten but really the process of change is very similar it is um and i can go into it as much as you want at this stage but the short version is we are all engaged in a 24/7 dialogue inside our brain and body mm-hmm. and depending on the nature and content of that dialogue it's going to drive how you're experiencing your life yeah. right now 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And as you were talking, what occurred to me? So when I started doing this podcast and we before we hit the record button, we realized that we've got similar trajectories in terms of when when these projects started at start dates and where we are now. Yeah. And the reason I reference that point, I've learned a lot along the way. I've met some wonderful people and it's taken me to places that I wouldn't have gone before. And what I particularly love about what you do is around mindset shifting and so forth. But the reason I mention that is because prior to starting the podcast, my relationship with an understanding of mindset was pretty, pretty basic, pretty basic. So so the yeah. idea of even thinking about shifting my mindset was not even in just wasn't in my vocabulary. Yeah. And the reason I reference that is because you know what do you think around that are there lots of us like me walking around that have a have pretty much a base level relationship with the idea of mindset and been able to alter that i I mean it's the perfect place to start i think it's in such a good question so um some interesting ways to think about this right if you think about over the course of your the short answer is i think we in general haven't been taught this right so Mm -hmm. we need to start from understanding that we have different mindsets throughout our day and those different mindsets provoke different feeling state experiences Mm -hmm. right so emotional state physical state so you might think about your day and recognize when you get out of bed on some days, you get out on the wrong side of bed and you have a terrible mindset probably in that moment. And that correlates with feeling terrible and the thoughts in your head are probably negative. Yeah. Not every day, but depending on the person could be regular. Um, but you go throughout your day and you probably have hundreds of different versions of mindset throughout the day. Some Some moments of your day, When you get um, something positive happens, energy level comes up and you feel better. And so this is just a very basic discussion of how different states of mind produce different states of experience within us. And the um, I think the important thing to understand here is that you have a lot of control over what that state of mind and then state of being is, it turns out. We've found with um, people that come into our platform and do a five to 10 minute shift, we call it, which is a short digital experience, could be an audio experience designed to shift you from where you are right now to where you want to go. We found roughly 90% of people are able to take that experience and then report at the end that they're in a much better place afterwards. And so it's just some evidence that this is not that difficult to do mm-hmm. once you realize that you are only a few minutes away from a better state of mind anytime that you choose to be. And so, yeah, we could think a lot together about, you know, different ways of understanding, you know, what a mindset is and how it drives how you feel. But the science um, that I've been working with over the last, it's really a long time. I mean, several decades now showing that we're all really capable of making these shifts um, if we're strategic and intentional about it. Yeah, it must be. It must be fascinating from, you know, from the point where you started looking into this to what you've discovered in that period. Obviously, it's been decades, but have you, has it been, have you been kind of amazed about how you know, with focus and intention, we can shift uh, state to the next in 10 minutes? A hundred percent. Yeah, it doesn't even take 10 minutes once really? you practice a little bit. But yeah, 
I'm a, I was a hundred percent surprised. I'll tell you how I came about the realization sort of slowly in a way I'm a, a psychologist. And as we talked about my, my history and background is in the research around how do we apply technology to psychology. Yeah. And so when I became a psychologist, I have a practice where I see patients in therapy 20 plus years now. And what I came to see after doing that for many years is that everyone comes into therapy, uh, you know, during for their hour and they have, um, you know, maybe a diagnosis or something that they're working on. But that first five minutes of the experience always entails addressing what's going on presently right now, today, right? You're bringing in whatever you're bringing in, no matter what you're working on. So what I saw was that everyone comes into therapy, we connect with each other automatically, right? There's this context where you come into therapy and you know you're coming to someone who cares about you and someone who's there to support you. And so you settle in and you shift in those five minutes. I mean, this is over thousands of sessions. Um, I've seen this just, it consistently happens. You sit down, you and I connect if we're doing therapy together, whether I'm coming to your office or you're coming to mine, we have a meeting of the minds where we become very present together before we get into doing the work that we're going to do together. And I saw that there's this very natural process that's easy for people so long as they're with someone who is present and has their best interest in mind that they come into the present moment. And I thought, oh, it's very interesting that that's such a natural process because, as I said, it never didn't happen when I was doing therapy. So I thought, well, how can we teach this one skill for people to do on their own? And we put together these shifts that are five to 10 minute experiences designed to do the same thing, right? Bring you into a present state of mind and then get you ready for whatever it is that you have to do next for your day. And we found the same thing. Um, 90% of people were able to make that shift in five to 10 minutes. So yeah, that was a, a surprise to me. I'm a psychologist. I was trained to think, you know, it takes an hour long session to work on your psychology problem. And while there's huge value to psychology and to therapists and, and to all of the different resources, the surprise was that you can learn this fundamental skill set that is, I say, sort of foundational for your mental health, that when you can identify, I'm not in a great state of mind, you know your script for moving yourself yeah. to oh, a wow. better state of mind. Wow. So with regard to that, so so when you were talking earlier, I thought about Sometimes if, you know, historically, if I've got a meeting to go to and it's, I don't know, maybe it's one that there's a, a bit of pressure that that, you know, that I put on myself yeah. for that meeting. And, you know, this is where I would want to tap it. You know, I'd want to tap into it anyway. So literally, I'd want to use it for the mornings because that's invariably when I am at my most, my mindset probably needs a boost. And right. maybe for meetings, they're two examples that, that that come to mind immediately. So if I was looking at those two examples, could I create scripts for both of those scenarios? Yeah, yeah. So um, I even think about it where I learned this, and this is, I might have mentioned this as the third thing that got me into this, was overnight, I was having trouble sleeping, you know, waking, yeah. I got to get up early in the morning, I have all this stuff I need to do, I'm not getting sleep, um, my mind is racing. And so for me, it was uh, the overnight shift, yeah. shifting back to sleep. But once I learned that I could do that, I realized, oh, we can shift from any mind state to any mind state once we know how to do it. So yes, um, you can 
and then first thing in the morning, the getting out of the wrong side of the bed, I think actually that's probably the most important mm-hmm. is to spend the first five minutes of your day getting yourself into a state that works for you. Yeah. So what happens when you come into this platform is you identify you know, where you are emotionally right now. You say, I'm lonely, I'm frustrated, I'm angry, I'm sad, I can't sleep, I'm unmotivated. And from what your input is, the platform is giving you a shift experience to get you to where you want to go. And so the short answer is yes, you know, no matter where you are for the day, and it might be you're, we talked about you're on the tube on the way to work. Um, it could be that you're getting ready to prepare for a, um, a presentation that you're stressed about, get yourself into that performance state of mind. And it's really the, the key, I think, reason why those five minutes at the beginning of therapy work is that someone's there listening to what you're going through and meeting you where you are. And yeah. so that's what this technology is designed to do. And I'm sure we'll talk more about it. But the next phase of this is we're bringing a live human in to deliver that shift that you ask for. So not only do you get the content that we know works because we proved it yeah. um, working with the university system and pilots for years, but we also know that human beings are the best drug there is, basically. Yeah. Um, if you can choose someone that resonates with you and they can guide you, it's it's a it's really a sort of double whammy yeah, on absolutely. the it's a double win, double win. Yeah. So so these guys will they be are these guys that you will train, and then say if I say if I signed up, I would be able to liaise with one of these guys who could set you know they would be a good match for me, and then they could help me along my way. So if I would say the, the examples that I gave, maybe the morning challenges they could help me with that. And maybe if it was the pre-meeting scenario, they'd be able to help me with that also. That's it. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of research that is probably also surprising. It was to me that it doesn't require some background in psychology or some psychology degree to be able to be extremely helpful to people. And so what we found is that our shift therapists are people who are shifting the most. They decide, oh, I like this. I want to teach other people how to do it. And we train them to become a shift therapist. And then they're the ones who on your morning commute, if you're struggling, will appear on your phone if you chose them because they resonate with you in one way or another that are going to provide that shift for you, um, you know, to get on with your day. And then, you know, certain of them are great at shifting you into motivation. Others are great with sadness. Others are great with loneliness. So the idea is we need to get, we need to support each other. We know it works really well to have this peer-to-peer model of helping each other. Um, and so we're we're recruiting and building out that shift therapist network now. Yeah, amazing. So, so hypothetically, me or somebody listening who, I, I know everybody listening to this is going to be interested around this because I think wellness and existing in our our perfect and best state, I think everybody's tuned into that. So I think that's, that's a given. So my, my thoughts were just around the, so, if I'm connecting with one of your shift therapists, am I connecting to the app? And do I connect to them via the app? How does that piece work? That's it. When we launch shift therapy, it's the current app, which is called One Perfect Shift, that will add an option that says live shift therapist. So right now it's all digital. And when we go live with that, and as I said, right now we're recruiting shift therapists. So if you're interested in learning about this, we'll, I'm sure, um, you know, provide some links to get there. But yeah, that's the idea is that you will meet with a live person within the app 
after identifying I'm feeling lonely or sad, here's the shift I need is basically what you're saying. Yeah. And we'll give you options of therapists who have ratings that show that they're great at that particular mm-hmm. shift. You choose one, five to 10 minutes later, um, you're in a much better place. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, this is it's amazing. I I read I read something and I, I think it leans into this point as well. And then I and I've got another question. I, I read something I, I wrote it down that you know one of your goals is to transport every smartphone into a pathway of wellness and well-being that's pretty much what you're doing i love that you you chose that actual line because it's always the most popular one for people yeah it's a recognition you know these phones can be anything to us yeah they can take us down very negative rabbit holes they're they're really perfected to take our attention and uh, sell it basically. And so what we want is to transform that smartphone into a, you know, a wellness experience that you can choose as well. Yeah, no, I, 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 when I read that at the weekend, I thought, well, that's what we need because just to follow your, your point, I love technology, but technology, I think can, sometimes it can run a mock. And when you've got people like you that are, taking technology and using it for, for, you know, if you talk about digital health from a health perspective, it readdresses, it, it, it's lovely to have that counterbalance where actually you've got this smartphone, this smartphone can be the key to a wonderful day. If you've got a, a shift therapist and you've got somebody that can really help you reset your, or set your, that you maybe don't even have to reset because if you start off of it in the morning, you're starting off with a good game plan. Uh, yes, I love it. And, you know, the the exciting um, finding to me, again, as a therapist, was that five minutes of this has a massive effect on your state of mind. And then if you do it, as you said, in the morning, the downstream effects of starting in the right place for the rest of your day are massive. Mm-hmm. If you don't address the fact that you woke up on the wrong side of bed, in the morning, you know, you're going to get in a fight with the first person you see, or you're going to have a, a, a much different experience of your day. And just that one little five minute shift, being intentional and strategic about how you're dealing with your state is yeah. um, it pays dividends. And then the other thing is that we see that if you do that consistently, because it feels good, you're going to, right? You make a lifestyle of it, your brain starts changing. And so it becomes much yeah. easier to inhabit these states. Uh, without even doing some proactive shifting it's it's actually i'm just i'm just as you're talking i'm just thinking about a multitude of eventualities where i can see this and it can work in every in every eventuality but there's just some that appear to me i'm thinking about we talked about the, the 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 train or the tube example before we started there's people in traffic you know busy roads you know before you get you get in your car in the wrong mindset that's dangerous you're in a car you know in the wrong mindset yeah i'm thinking about households in the morning which are kind of almost like traffic ways because you've got parents trying to get their kids ready the kids are you know you know all over the place because they're young and they're kids but if you've got something like this that you can bring into the equation before you hit those intersections it can just really help everybody level out that playing field I agree. It's the challenge is almost where, you know, where the most powerful places to start with it. You know, you name some of them that I think are great. 
I love the idea in the future of, you know, like long-term care facilities where you have all of these Mm -hmm. people with wisdom and they've lived their whole life and experience and they're retired and they have time that they could be providing shifts to parents who are struggling with the kids at home. We have, um, I mentioned, tested at universities. So the idea of one student learning to shift another student so that they're not feeling lonely and they're kind of resonate because they know the experience at that school, for example. So there's all all sorts of ways um, that I think it fits. And and my expectation is as we do more and more of it, we'll see what people, you know, what resonates most with people. Yeah. You know, something that I wrote down at the weekend was looking at this, where I think it would have definitely helped me is, you know, university. It can be any day, actually. It can be it doesn't have to be university. But I just thought about universities because I know that you've done a whole lot of successful testing with students. And I just thought about about university is that procrastination you know like when we've got an assignment we've got an assignment and we might have known that assignment a month ago needs to be done but we but invariably we have a late night night before it needs to be done could this be used in that regard i love that idea right so it's like a shift into studying shift into writing paper shift into the exam yeah so So get me working Yeah, you know, we know from the research that um, your ability, the amount of time it takes you to move towards your next intention Mm -hmm. is a big driver of how successful you are, right? If if you have a difficult time after taking a break, getting back to work, then it's, you have a waste of time, right? But if you're, I love your idea because I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay, so I know I'm only five minutes away from being dialed back into that next thing, which maybe it's studying for an exam. Maybe it's, I think of it between classes, you know, I got stressed out or something and I want to get focused for the next class. But I think there are all sorts of, you know, we call them use cases in there. Mm. And I'm very excited to see, you know, my hypothesis at this stage is that different people are going to be great at shifting you in different ways. You know, some people are very calm. Some people can, you know, are give you that intensity that you might need to get into a performance state. So um, it it, it probably is that we want to tap into certain people at certain times. And if we can have those resources around us, um, it's going to be very helpful. And, And the fact that it only takes five minutes means that the expense doesn't need to be like, the cost of a therapy session or something it's you know it really is phenomenal you know like achieve a different mindset in such a condensed period of time is just around i think we touched upon it at the top of our discussion but the piece around the education piece around people just being aware of mindset is that something you're excited about about not just giving people the you know the ability to 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 adjust when they need to adjust but also raising awareness that people that we all have access to different mindsets that have always been there now we've got access to these via your app via the shift therapist and it's it's all done and it's a very simple engagement yeah i um, i love that point um you mentioned you and i have a similar uh background in the sense of we started our these projects 4 years ago and one of the things that we learned along the way was we developed this concept and brand of shifting 
And to your point, I think the first stage of being able to shift your mind effectively is recognizing that you have different mind states throughout the day and that they shift around and that you have the capacity to do that. And so for me, when we hit on this this, um, term really of shifting, it was such a powerful term because embedded within it is a recognition that you shift your state throughout the day. So, yeah, I think um, it, although we've been, I think you touched upon shifting our state of mind for thousands of years, wrapping the language around it properly so that it works for you as an individual is so important. And the starting place to me is shift your state of mind, but the technology that we provide enables you and teaches you to record your own shifts in your own voice Really? that so that you can use your own voice. And I think the second stage of this is to learn the language that works for you mm. and to do it in your own voice. And part of the reason I say that is obvious, right? If you can speak it to yourself and it works for you, that's perfect. The other part is that's what makes you able to be a shift therapist, right? Yeah. Well, you need to know the language and to learn it in order to share it. And it turns out that um, the capacity to speak it and teach it means that you have mastered it in a certain way at a different level. And the other surprising thing to me is that the person who becomes a shift therapist and teaches other people, when they rate the experience after teaching, they're getting more benefit from it even than the person that they're shifting. Because there's this feedback, Luca, not only am I shifting myself by shifting someone else, but I'm helping someone and I'm getting all the juice from, you know, to me, if we could have one volunteer uh, experience for everyone across the world, it would be give five minutes of your time a week to shift someone else. Yeah. And you're going to get the benefit. Everyone else is going to get the benefit. And then there'll be, you know, if you do it as a volunteer, there's no cost. And if you charge five bucks, it's doable also. Yeah. And and we and we, we spoke about before we hit the record button around that the last few years have been tough on everybody wellness what's i guess refreshing about what you're doing is you know this focus on this mind shift wellness well-being because it's good that we're shining a light on this now because we all deserve it it is accessible to us and i think for going potentially going back to a point i raised before i like the idea that there's awareness that we we do have access to this we don't have to you know, exist in a permanent unhelpful mindset that you know that uh, five minutes five ten minutes you can do something about it that's it yeah yeah no we don't want to give the impression that you're if you're in a really difficult um mental health state yeah. that you should get the help that you need of course you need to do that But what we have learned is that let's say that you're in a very sad place or a very lonely place and you rate yourself on as a two or three out of 10 right now. If you can get yourself to do a shift that brings you to a five out of 10, Mm -hmm. now you're actually capable of getting yourself the support that you need or looking from a place of presence at what's that next step that's right for me. So I think no matter where you are in any moment, knowing that you're five minutes away from a better place is a really powerful piece of knowledge that we all have for ourselves. And then um, the other thing that, you know, what you talked about triggered for me is there's so much research now 
because we've been looking at um, meditation, mindfulness, and the effects of it on our psychology, and then also on our brain, on our physiology for decades now, we've now got to the point where people are top researchers are researching, okay, does a five-minute experience work? Um, how many times do you need to do it for it to have physical changes? Does a 13-minute experience work? Um, how does it work compared to psychopharmacological treatments? And we're seeing in all of those examples, if you build um, a habit into your life, a lifestyle of taking five to 10 minutes and shifting every day, that you're having effect sizes just like those other treatment things that we have out there, whether it's, um, you know, they did the first uh, research study where they compared um, anti-anxiety medication with a mindfulness training, and they saw the effects were the same. And so we're seeing now shorter and shorter experiences, as long as you're consistent with it, are having massive changes for your lifestyle. So, so don't think that you just do it once and your problem is solved, although it's going to shift you in that moment. Recognize if you do it consistently for a couple months, for five minutes a day, you're going to have a habit built that makes it so yeah, much easier yeah. to be in the right place. Shouldn't shouldn't it be a life set skill that we just have there? We've got that on almost on on tap, so you just have it forever. Because life is life. There's always going to be scenarios that affect our our mindset. So if we've got the, this app, we've got a shift therapist. We're good because life, you know, life is unpredictable. Yeah, I, I love that way of thinking about it, uh, largely because even me, I've been shifting and hopefully um, become, developing some mastery of this for decades, but I love to get a shift from someone else. When you're not in a state where you really feel equipped to do it yourself, connecting with another person or else even just listening and hearing someone guide you through something in their own voice is so soothing and so powerful and it takes a lot less brain power in some cases to have someone else walk you through it than to kind of generate it yourself. So I really think this is a reciprocal tool. Um, I'm also very encouraged since we, uh, you mentioned we've been working with students for a long time to see that next generation. Yeah. They're getting much more trained in this from a very young age to understand what a mindset is, how you can process your emotions Emotional regulation is a term that people use a lot of times to regulate your emotion is a very similar concept to shift your state of mind. So if we can teach kids from uh, from young school age that this is a thing, then they can, you know, become shift therapists. They can assess how good they are at shifting themselves. It's not um, uncomplicated to know how you're feeling and then to be able to assess, did what I just did make me feel better or worse? Yeah. And just with that in mind, at what age do you have an age range for for for, for this platform? Yeah, so it's been um, piloted with college students, so 18 and up. Okay. We'll, we're starting to look at and research for high school students and under. And I think, you know, one of the things I learned from working with so many students that are we call Gen Z now mm -hmm. is that they have such a deep education in emotional awareness, emotional intelligence compared to certainly my generation, maybe even your generation, yeah. because the things that you, the questions you were touching on in the early going here was, do people even know what a different mind state is? And so 
next generations becoming very aware of that mm-hmm. our generation we know neuroplasticity which hopefully is a term most people know by now but this is just the capacity that we all have to change our brain physically over the course of our life based on how we process information and so if you learn to shift now you're going to learn that mm-hmm. just as well as someone that starts early but if you start early <laughs> you don't have to go through all the pain of not having the skill for mm-hmm. years of your life yeah. I definitely feel that there will be some eureka moments that people will have with this app. I think because I, because I, I definitely feel that, you know, I haven't, I'm not a scientist. So I haven't done any research around this, just a hunch, but I definitely have a hunch that there's a lot of people that exist, that exist fundamentally in a permanent state because they, they just, don't have the awareness it's not their fault just because you if you haven't studied this or you haven't been around you or your team or your colleagues you wouldn't get access to the to to this type of insight that actually we can shift things so i I definitely feel that you, you're going to see a lot of eureka moments where people are like my life has just changed that would be wonderful yeah. wouldn't it yeah. And yeah, we're, um, you know, going back 30 years, this concept of growth mindset, there is yeah. a book written by Carol Dweck that people might have heard of. And a growth mindset is basically a recognition that as you practice something, you get better at it. Mm. Your point, I think, is partly that a lot of people are stuck in one mindset of negativity mm. and have never really gotten out of it because they don't have that growth mindset, which is, hey, if I learn a few things and practice a little bit, life can be different. Mm. And so um, one of the things that shifts do, if you actually connect with them and do a few, they move you towards that growth mindset because they give you an example of experiencing yourself in a different state of mind. Okay. Okay. Fabulous. Another, so as you're talking, I keep on thinking of different examples or different ways that this could be, I can imagine it's being used. So I'm thinking if there's, I don't know, an office manager, an office somebody that's got a team yeah and wellness is certainly something that is more in focus now because i think companies have an obligation to make sure that their staff are well looked after their mental health is priority focus and i can see this as being a tool that every business could use to to support their team to make sure that they that they're able to you know, if they're struggling, you know, and we all can struggle from time to time for different reasons at work, that you've got access to this where you're able to engage a, a mind shift when we need, when needed. Yeah, that is the business model, actually, at the moment, is that organizations subscribe for their employees. Okay, okay. Lovely. When they need to. And um so yeah, and then we'll add the shift therapist to that subscription so that you can get the live experience right now. It's the digital experience that's been proving successful. So yes, and I think also actually an interesting future is in groups, right? You were mentioning you might be a manager that wants to get your team, you know, fired up for whatever. Let's do one together. You know, let's get together and do this so we get ourselves on the same page. Really? So you can do that, you can do it together as a group. Well, I think that's, I mean, you certainly can in the sense that someone has an app and they, you know, together you can choose what shift you want to do. So you might say, okay, let's get ourselves motivated together and do that together. Um, You can also do it individually. But I think in the future, that will be a really interesting way to approach it is, okay, we're a team, like, let's get back on the same page together. 
Okay, lovely, lovely. So for the shift therapist, so people are probably asking, Paul, can you ask Dr. Sullivan how people can find out about how they can become a shift therapist? What, what, what I, I guess we'll put a link in the show notes, but what, what is that process? What do they need to do? Yeah, so th- I think a link to oneperfect.com is that's the business website we talked about. That's where we sell the organizations and the colleges. Mm-hmm. And if you go there, there's going to be a link that will say become a shift therapist. Yeah. And then also, if you're interested in just doing shifts and subscribing and getting a weekly shift for free into your inbox, oh, wow. you go to oneperfectshift.com. So that's the consumer side. Yeah. And you can just start to get your feet wet and if you sign up, if you subscribe there, you're going to get information about how to become a shift therapist also. So again, that's next phase for us. But um, what we what we found is that we can really tap into our community mm-hmm. to train people to become shift therapists so that we can be helping each other on a consistent basis. Okay. Okay. Amazing. And just a, just a question around location. I'm, I'm in the UK. I was going to say I'm in the States then, but, but I'm not. I'm in the UK. You're in the States. So in in terms of people being able to engage this, can people engage it from outside outside of America? Yep, yep. It's it's on um, iOS, on Apple, and on Android. There there are those apps, and the website is is obviously um, available wherever, with the exception of a couple countries. So yeah, and you can become a, my vision of this for the future is you should be able to get a shift in a language that it resonates with you from a culture that re- resonates you and from a person that you've come to trust and love, or you can always try someone new also. But um, yeah, over time, all of that becomes more accessible. But even right now, you can download the app and um, from any country for the most part. Okay, amazing. I, I will put all the links on on the show notes. And I'm I'm really excited about the next year, the next two years, the next three years, the next five years. Thanks, Paul. With, with this, it sounds it really sounds a wonderful you know solution but a really badly needed solution as well so i think that's what excites me as well yeah me too 100 i think we're going to see a lot of this you know we come from a history sigmund freud was what late 1800s and so we're 125 years from the beginning of modern psychology which has been hour-long therapy sessions for the most part yeah. And now we have all of these ways that we can help people with mental health and wellness that are driven by research, driven by technology, mm-hmm. and much more accessible. Um, and, and also just not as big an interruption in your day and your life if you're doing five minutes instead of an hour. Yeah. And I think we'll get and that five minutes, an hour, or whatever it is investment. I think if we're in the right mindset, we'll just get a lot more time back because I think when our mindset isn't aligned for whatever reason at that moment, I don't think any of us make effective use of our time because I don't think I do anyway. When my when my mindset is out of sync, I don't think it's it's never a nice place, and I don't think it's an effective use of my. Uh, you know, Paul, I've never heard it put that that succinctly. I think that's a great per- – that might be the core point, right? When you're stressed mm-hmm. and your mind is racing, time is actually different for you, right? Mm-hmm. Time goes by and you get nothing accomplished mm-hmm. that you wanted to, never mind being able to feel present with your loved ones mm-hmm. um, or to enjoy your time. So I think that's a that's a that's just a brilliant point. 
that you get time back mm. by getting yourself into a mind state that you want to be in because you're not just uh, having a racing stressed out mind and body yeah totally so it's also to me is almost a false economy not to invest 10 minutes half an hour in this or, or however, however time it takes within a day to engage it because you just don't get time back you get quality time back so it, it's it's kind of like a win-win we don't get we're all entitled that's to a win-win it. it i think the biggest challenge that people need to be aware of is a lot of times when you're not in a great place you don't feel like doing something to help yeah. yourself and so it's it's attaching the recognition of stress or whatever the trigger event was mm -hmm. to okay there's something yeah. i can do yeah. um and once you get good at taking that one step then yeah. everything you said i think comes true yeah. otherwise you you keep stewing in the negative place yeah i think i think and also i'm conscious of time so i'll let you go in a second but i think also i think it's it's maybe this is something we can gift people as well if you've got I don't know, a partner or I don't know, a friend that's struggling a little bit, you know, there might be a way in which you, they can engage them like that. Cause I think, yeah, cause I think everybody, everybody wants our loved ones to be, to be in a good place and a good state. And yeah. So, so this to me is a, is a, a lovely tool that we all have. Access yeah. To. I love that too. So we talked about before you, for example, could record a shift and you could make it public and then it can be shared to anyone, you know, someone comes across it, they're like, this is great. And someone I love needs this today, just shoot a text and they open it up in the app and all of a sudden they're, they're shifting. Okay. Lovely. Lovely. So conscious of time. So best, I think you've already said it, but can I just ask you one more time, the best place for people to contact you or find out about the uh, one perfect or the app. Yep. So there are the two websites, one, oneperfect.com, O-N-E, perfect, all spelled out. And the other one's oneperfectshift.com. Okay, lovely. So everything will go in the show notes. And if you, if people are keen to become a shift therapist, all the information will be there so they can find out about that. Very exciting. And oh. my my last question is a reoccurring question. So I always ask everybody if they could invite three inspirational people for dinner they can be alive or past who would they invite and i'm super keen to hear your three so, okay i love that one i'm thinking my dinner is going to be very mellow probably because of the three people that i'm inviting yeah. it would be the dalai lama buddha i can bring people back right yeah yeah absolutely History, dalai lama buddha and then eckhart tolle okay who i'm a big fan of Okay. I wow. would like to. I would like to probably keep my mouth shut and hang out with those three guys for a while. <laughs> They'd be using the app. <laughs> That's a shift right there. <laughs> yeah, they'd be using the app. Okay. Okay. Um, Dr. Sullivan, thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure to thank talk you, to you today. I love what you're doing. I'm not just super excited for now. I'm, I'm as I said earlier. I'm super excited for the future i want to i want to be you know on that tube gave that example before we started recording seeing people engaging with this and and really starting oh, their day so off cool. on the right foot thank you yeah paul thanks for saying that it's really nice to connect with you i'm excited for the future of your project too i know you've done a couple hundred of these so you're uh not you're a little more than just getting warmed up here and i know uh it takes this kind of time to invest in a project that's meaningful for it to really go. So let's yeah. keep it up together. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of My Perfect Failure. We're always looking to grow the show. So please do share 
this episode far and wide. If you know somebody that is needs to shift their mindset and you know that you can support them, please do share this episode with them. And your feedback is all, also most welcome. So anything you would like to hear or anything that you would like us to improve on, do let us know. Equally, anything that you think actually we can improve on, keen to know that as well. And you can find me at paul at myperfectfailure.com or you can find me via the website on the contact page. So take care for now. Bye. Thanks for listening to My Perfect Failure podcast. Be sure to visit www.myperfectfailure.com to join the conversation. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Look out for our next episode.